So, what'd y'all do this summer? Oh, oh, I took a fun trip to Washington. Washington? Um. Never heard of her. <laughs> I only know Tinning Wash. <laughs> what the frick? Speaking of depressing places in rain and Washington, Twilight! <laughs> Hello and welcome to Dear YA Authors, where four friends read and review books in the young adult genre and then rewrite them in an attempt to improve them. We're your hosts, Adriana, Priyanka, Aaron, and Sky. Today we're going to be talking about a childhood favorite. You know it as the vampiric monstrosity! You love it because you thought it was sensual in the fifth grade? It's produced four movies and eight books? That's right. Twilight! The crowd goes wild! Boo! No, there's someone booing it! Don't worry, they're being covered by cheers! Look, they're being dragged off by security! Okay, 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 Priyanka, you all can calm I, I down. I get the, the point. Calm- Priyanka, why are you going... <laughs> that was very far. <laughs> she was channeling those those middle-aged moms who are obsessed with Edward Cullen. Yeah. Priyanka, True. you're unhinged. We are reading the masterpiece Twilight, written by Stephanie Meyer and released in 2005. So, the book starts with Bella, a 17-year-old... Sorry. The book starts with Bella, a 17-year-old high school student who moves from Phoenix, Arizona, to the tiny town of Port Washington. She arrives there and immediately gets sad because of rain. She gets a cool, quirky red truck that she immediately loves. And so, yeah, um, so I, I feel like Bella's reason for leaving Phoenix was kind of stupid. She doesn't have because, a reason. Yeah, she's just like... <laughs> My mom might be unhappy because I'm here, so I'm leaving. And her mom doesn't even say anything about it. <laughs> it's like, her mom literally says, you don't have to leave if you don't want to. I feel like there's really not a reason. She just goes, bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs> but, like, can we talk about Bella's character and the fact that she's such a Mary Sue for a second? Mm. Like, mm. she really is. Like, it's less so in the books than it than in the movies because in the movies they literally told Kristen Stewart to stop like have no personality as Bella until she becomes a vampire in the very last couple books. Spoiler alert. I did. Yeah. Wait, really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I just love Twilight actors. She's a self insert Bella is not not Kristen Stewart. Bella is a self insert character. She's like one of those your name fan fictions. Yeah. Yeah. Bella's so bland that you could literally make her you and Bella would be the same. It's like she's like every girl combined into one, but in the most blandest way possible. You know? Because the thing is, her main why is clumsiness which i mean i'm very clumsy and i don't really consider that a 
flaw, let alone a personality flaw. Yeah, that's just like, haha, look at me, I have, I'm not, um, I feel like she's, the being clumsy part is, I feel like I've seen it before too. I can't think of any specific examples, but it's just like, oh, look at me, I have flaws too, I'm just a regular person, just like you or her. Yeah, I'm I think clumsy, they did that and I trip over stuff sometimes. I think it's I'm just like you. I think it's a classic romance trope, but it's also like one of those like old wife's tales or like old tricks that you can do to get a guy's like be clumsy, so then they're forced to help you. Is that a thing? Like if you it's if like you're pretending clumsy, to be cold, like, and the guy giving you your jacket. Oh, look at me! I'm I'm walking around and and I drop these books in front of this hot guy that I totally didn't. Wasn't following all this time. Oh, look, this guy's being <laughs> courteous and picking these things up. Wow, look, Whoa. conversation starter. What and then there's also the classic, oh, dear, I'm so clumsy, I'm going to trip and fall into your arms. Oh, yeah, that too. So I feel like it's yeah. just like a... I swear all of my friends would let me fall. <laughs> this guy, you would totally let me fall. <laughs> you would, like, walk <laughs> ten steps back so I don't fall on you. <laughs> Funny story, I'd, my like, friend slow actually- your fall, but I wouldn't catch you. Because I don't want you to knock yourself out or get a concussion. Yeah, I feel like Aaron would catch me, Adriana would laugh, and this guy would, like, try to help, but without getting injured herself. I get too stressed I by would that try to help, but not So I would just be frozen in place. Not, like, on purpose. I would literally just be, like... Like, if I was, like, bud. trust fall, you would just let me fall on my face. <laughs> Wait, but when you trust fall, you don't even fall on your face. You <laughs> fall on your back. Yeah, but then you never done a trust fall before. Yeah. Also, stay six feet apart, guys. Yes, please do. Coronavirus. Social distance. If, if it isn't coronavirus, it, whenever you listen to this, then still stay six feet apart because people are gross. Disease yeah. exists. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And people have cooties. Yeah. Ew, cooties. Gross. Wow. Okay. Anyway, Twilight. <laughs> so, um, so basically, uh, so Bella goes to her first day of high school, which she is absolutely dreading. And, of course, two boys end up falling in love with her, and she meets a new friend named Jess. So at lunch, she sees the mysterious Colin family, who only hang around each other. And Jess informs her that all the Colin kids are orphans who were adopted by a doctor named Carlisle. Okay, well, there's li- oh, Bella- oh, you're not done yet. Sorry, oh, go ahead. My brain. Bella finds out that she sits next to one of the Colons in biology, and his name is Edward, and he is very hot, according to her. And he's kind of just, like, ignoring her and, like, giving her, like, like, get-away-from-me glances. And then and then he's just like, don't sit next to me. <sighs> I'm dangerous. <laughs> he growls like a dog. <laughs> <laughs> Don't sit next to me. <laughs> that annoys me, actually. If people write real people growling, I've never once heard a person growling. Like, they're not... I mean, I think you can write a real person is growling, just like, um, if if he's, if you're speaking in a low, kind of raspy voice. voice. Like, if they have an... A growly voice not- is acceptable. Or a grumble, that's acceptable. If yeah. you write a straight-up growl, I have no respect for you. He's... Like, He's a human being. Like, People don't do that. I, I, whenever they say growl, as much as they want you to think, like, don't come near me, 
I always just think, <laughs> I just think of those really uncomfortable videos of like TikTok e boys going, like literally growling. That stuff terrifies me. Uh, like going, um, okay, like they're like, yeah, that, like, like growling. That makes me so uncomfy. Like, get out, please. <laughs> oh, like those videos actually, everything about e boys just make you very yeah. uncomfortable. Yeah, I'm sure mm. some people think it's hot. By some people, I mean like twelve year old girls, which reminds me. 12-year-old girls think Twilight's hot, so we should talk about Twilight. <laughs> Whoa! Okay, so, um, one of my qualms with this is that all the boys fall in love with Bella, even though she's, co- not even though, but, like, she's also constantly self-deprecating, and, I don't know. Okay, no, actually, what I do don't, I don't hate that part of it, because I feel like I used to hate it when I was little. I was like, okay, but all the boys like Bella, and, um... She's like describes herself as not hot, so she must be hot. Like this is straight up annoying. I get where she's coming from. Uh, what I don't like time, is the fact that she's boring, and all the guys like her. Guys like her on the I first day. I think that's day. my main. Like, you shouldn't like someone yeah, just because they're first, hot. All the like all the guys like her on the first day. They don't have, know anything about her. Second, she's bore. She's no personality. She is. <laughs> Two personality traits. Boring clumsy and brown hair. And yeah, clumsy and brown hair. And kind of, like, horny all the time, apparently, also. Oh, yeah. Th- those are her th- three personality traits. I am... Also, like, everyone that I know who, As- like, like has, has, like, guys falling over them or, like, girls falling over them has a lot of personality and is, like, genuinely attractive, you know? There's like there's like a balance. I feel, of both. I feel like Jess is also kind of like a Bella 2.0. She is. She totally and is. And I mean, she's not in the story too much, so it's not that much of an issue. But it's just kind of there. I mean, she has even less personality than Bella. Jess. I mean, does, the I boys. Mean. I don't even know their names. I feel like one is named Mark. One is named Mike. Mike. I think it's Mike. Oh Mike and no! Eric. Oh man! Oh shucks! I messed it up. <laughs> Mike ever recover? I feel like the guys, Mike and um, Jerry, Gary. Let's say. I thought his name was Eric. D- Derry. Oh my god! Wait, yeah. why am I kind of close? I said Jerry. Jerry. Mike and Jerry. Tom and you okay, could have been like Tom and Jerry, and that would have been Tom and Jerry. They also are really bland. Like they have the person, the same personality, and there's like nothing much else besides them being like, Bella, I would like to marry you. Your hand in marriage, please. <laughs> <laughs> and then the third boy, just to put a third boy on top, like when the third boy comes along, Tyler, when they put him on top of it, it's like the same guy again, except with the added thing of the fact that he almost kills her. So it's like a little bit more spicy. You Ooh, know? spicy. <laughs> Ooh, it's like it's like those two have brown hair, or th- those two have brown eyes, and this one has blue eyes. It's like just a little, a little sprinkle, a little, a little pizzazz, a little sprinkle a little of snap. spice, <laughs> spicing things, a little paprika. <laughs> Jess and Bella, they're sitting there, they're vibing, right? She's like, "Who are those people?" First thing that came to my mind when Jess was describing them, it's like. That those are the mean girls. You shouldn't. 
Oh, you're it's filling like the plastic. Meet the plastics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It made me think of meet the plastics because she was like, look, they're shiny, fake, and hard, you know? So meet the plastics. Second thing is, this also reminded me of another chick flick, Clueless, because <laughs> Jess informs her that all the Cullen kids are orphans who were adopted by a doctor named Carlisle. So they're all siblings, but then it's very made well aware that Emmett and Rosalie are together. This reminded me of Uh-oh. Clueless because Cher dates her stepbrother. <laughs> they're not technically related. <laughs> That's giving me incest vibes and I don't like it. Well, well I we don't, we don't like, like that either. I feel like no one even thinks about the fact that the entire school has never questioned the fact that Rosalie <laughs> and Emmett are actually siblings, though. Like, I, legally, uh, they're adopted yeah. siblings, but they're also together. Is that- Yeah, that's really weird. Why does no one question that? <laughs> this feels like, um, not to bring up another fandom, um, but in the Umbrella Academy- Two of the siblings have, like, a relationship. So, basically, the story is that they were kind of born out of nowhere. So, so random people around the world were impregnated, magically. So, they grew a baby in one day. They give birth. Um, some, some crazy rich dude is like, I would like those babies, please. And there's more than seven, but he only managed to pick up seven of them. And then later in their adult life, um, two of them have a romance. But they still, like, they consistently call their other siblings, I think they call themselves, like, bro and sis. Uh, Yeah. And they were, it's, like, weird. And on one hand, you're like, oh, they weren't really raised as children because they were, they were kind of raised like a military academy type thing because they had a messed up childhood, whatever. Um, But then at the same time, they do call each other bro and sis, so you're like, oh, I don't like this at all, you know? That makes me very uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, it's not so, technically incest, but if you have to say it's not technically incest, that's all we're going We're just not going to talk about Clary and yeah. Jace. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a good time to bring this up. Why is this a trend where, like, things happen and then we have to be like, no, but it's not technically incest? My rule of thumb is if you ever have to say it's not technically incest, it's instantly incest and you it's not allowed. But, like, yes. You know, I'm going to get back to Twilight yes, because yep, please we have do. less than an hour left. Yep, no more incest. Um, so Edward continues to be kind of hostile towards Bella and warns her to stay away, but then he kind of opens up to her a tiny bit, but not really. And so then after that, um, one day Bella almost gets hit by a car in the school parking lot, but somehow Edward saves her by crossing the parking lot at inhuman speeds or teleportation. It is not really specified. So, here's an important question with this. Mm-hmm. Does Edward let any other accident that happens in front of him happen, but the minute he sees a hot girl, he's just like, bruh. <laughs> he's so horny, he's like, I must girl. save her. <laughs> Everyone else can die, though. That's cool, though. You know what would be really funny is if he, like, for whatever reason, didn't care about Bella and just, like, watched her die, and it's, like, his sense of humor or something with the other vampires or whatever. He's like... Another car accident today. The way we worded that question implies that this happens regularly. Like, people get run over on a daily <laughs> school. Bro, I do not trust school parking lots. The amount of times we have... I, I mean, I at the time, I didn't drive in the parking lot. 
Like, I was not the one driving in the parking lot. Okay, okay. But, whatever. Doesn't matter. But, like, in a parking lot, it is so stressful because there are always people going the wrong direction. There's consistent, like, half the people. Okay, a third of the people are going the wrong direction because there's always some direction they're not supposed to be going. Um, There's always, like, four people backing out at once, at least. And they're all backing out at weird angles, too. To avoid... Like, the other car was packing out at weird angles, or to avoid the cars that are going the wrong direction. Um, some of them just don't stop, because it's a bunch of stupid high schoolers driving around in a crowded parking lot. Yeah, who thought that was a good um, idea? And then have... Right, and then there's pedestrians, and most of those are high schoolers who are stupid and, like, are staring at their phones or don't even care, and they're just, like, wandering around like lost sheep. They're, like, daring the bus to run over them. They're, like... Honestly. I will look at my phone and walk across the street in this crowded parking lot with a bunch of student drivers and a 15 large buses. Yeah. Yeah, take me. What's Hit it to me? you? I dare you. You won't do it, coward. At my <laughs> at my school, some, like, stupid freshmen decided to steal, like, to break into, like, I think it was, like, at, le- at least, like, 25 cars in the parking lot. <laughs> what the heck? And then they- and then they just ran and got- and got food at, like, I think it was McDonald's or Wendy's. Good for them. Afterwards, and then when the parents of- the, one of the parents of one of the persons whose car was broken into is a detective. Bro. And so they ended up figuring out who it was and they, like, arrested the kid or whatever, but- Oh my god. Also, that was a- imagine being like, this is my dad, Sherlock Holmes. Mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> Not every detective okay. is Sherlock Holmes. It is to me, because Sherlock speaking is of detectives, how about Twilight? Oh yeah, speaking of de- <laughs> Detective <laughs> Man Edward Cullen. Dad is a cop, and a cop is like a detective. Bye. As is Edward. As is Edward. <laughs> 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 that literally so, made um, no Bella sense. Bella some of her Friends take a trip to the beach where um, she meets her father's friend's son named Jacob Black, who's a member of the Little Push tribe. And Jacob, Jacob, and Jacob explains that the Colons don't come to Little Push because of the old legends that the Colons are vampires and therefore not welcome on the reservation. So one thing that's kind of to note about the whole thing with the push being werewolves, spoiler alert, is that they are regarded as the wolf tribe, like, in in um their, like, legends and, like, and, like, their status as a tribe. But the question is, is portraying Native Americans in, as wolf, as, like, werewolves who are, like, who Hold on, cut this pause out. I'm trying to come up with words that are good words. Um, portraying the Little Push tribe as werewolves who are animalistic and mm, kill people. Like, that's not, I don't know if that's like, I'm pretty sure Stephanie Meyer didn't intend this, but it's not a good Vibe. Yeah, I but we did mention that the La P- La Push uh, Native Americans are considered, or they consider themselves. 
Yeah, I okay. said that at the beginning. I, um, yeah. Zoned out. I'm sorry. It's fine. It's <laughs> I was fine, thinking about Nicki Minaj. <laughs> Please stop thinking about Nicki Minaj. I don't think the problem is that they're portrayed as wolves. I think the problem is that the wolves are portrayed as the enemy. Like, as annoying and, like, uh, just yeah, are true. portrayed in a very bad light. I think that I that's think in general that- fixed throughout the series, though, because it becomes less of a Ed- uh, Edward good, Jacob bad. It becomes, like, Edward Everyone bad. Edward bad, and then Jacob? Question mark? <laughs> well, Jacob is pretty bad. I mean, both are bad. It just becomes vampires and werewolves are bad, which is fair, because in culture... <laughs> in culture. All of culture. It, yeah, in all of culture, all vampires and werewolves should be bad, in my opinion. And we'll get to that later. So, I don't think Stephanie Meyer intended it at all, and I'm really glad that she added some sort of, like, person of color representation. And especially that she kind of did her research on, like, what's around Fork's area, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, that was good. We that's can really cool. commend her mm-hmm. on that. But... I feel like making them the antagonists, maybe not so hot. So yeah, that was anyway. Nippy. Yeah. Um. So later, Bella confronts Edward, and is like, "Yo, are you a vampire?" And he's like, "Wee oui, wee, oui, just we oui, vampire." <laughs> and um, and he's like, "But you are my heroine." And you're my specific brand of heroin, and I am addicted to you. Like and to me. the reason he says that is because her and blood like, smells really good, delicious. Mm. The that's the ultimate way to pick up a girl. Just go to like bring her on a date and just be like, your blood smells really good, and I'm sure she'll love. Hey, you. girl, are you heroin? Yes, your blood women. smells really good. That's the kind of things my boyfriend texts I, me. Are you serious right now? <laughs> yeah. <Priyanka. laughs> I guess that's... But I'm 100% that's a joke. I mean, I'm 99% sure it's a joke. (laughs) Okay. Bella confronts... But... Okay. We discuss the red flags. But the thing is, is that he's like, stay away from me. And she's like, no, I love you. And they're like... And he's like, okay, I love you and I'll stay with you even though I'm a danger to you, but I don't want, I want to push you away, but I don't want to push you away. And it's just like. He basically Ugh. asks her to avoid him while still being like, oh, but it's okay if I follow you, which he does, incidentally. Um, she he stops yeah, her. She's going so to happens. Seattle and mm-hmm. she's um, being cornered by these weirdos that obviously don't have good intentions and he swoops in to save her. But then there's the question of he was following her. Really? Like, like, how did he know? Mm-hmm. He clearly was stalking her. And there but is a part, because um, uh, we don't have this in the plot overview, so I'm just going to bring it up. He mentions that he watches her sleep. First thing, mm-hmm. in general, if you are in a dating scenario and a friendship scenario, if someone is like, you absolutely should not be my friend slash slash romantic slash sexual partner any of those because i am a awful person i 100 percent believe that you should just get the heck out of there well they're saying it for a reason no i i believe 
it, it will somehow come around to bite you in the back because you can't be loyal to someone you don't know. And if they're telling you, like, you shouldn't be my boyfriend because I'm because I'm really violent sometimes. Oh, well, like that, because I was going to bring up the situations where the people that genuinely hate themselves and feel like they don't deserve a, a partner. And that's different. Right. Yeah, that's not what I mean. Yeah. But when, when, especially when they're like talking about it, like, hey, you shouldn't be dating me because I'm dangerous. Mm-hmm. If you someone says that to you, or like, you shouldn't be my friend because I'm dangerous, don't be their friend, bro. Don't date them. Girl. Friend. Family. Please. Word of advice. Second thing is that Edward s- straight up abuses Bella. And harasses her, and like in every way before they even were dating, and then it gets worse as the books continue, and that pisses me off because I know tons of little girls who be like, "Edward is so hot. I want to marry Edward. He's so sexy." So like, please, that's that's not right. Like Bella. Could get him arrested. Yeah, she and wanted to. No she could likely really. have a restraining order on him for following her and watching her sleep. Yeah. And also, like, he, like, manhandles her and, like, carries her and, yeah. and, and like, roughly against her will. Oh my god, notifications. So, that's no good. There is a part at the end, spoiler alert, she ends up in the hospital for reasons, but he... She's she's has a needle in her arm, which is gross. I hate that. Um, but it's it's there to give her like it's pain drug pain drugs basically that'll put her to sleep. And she's like, No, I don't need Girl, it's called an IV. Whatever. <laughs> IV with morphine. And she's like, yeah. I don't I don't need this medication. I'm fine. And Edward's like, Yeah, you you really need this medication. And he calls in the nurse and manipulates the nurse to drug her back to sleep. And she's all the while, Bella, all the while it's protesting, like, no, please don't give me these drugs. He literally yeah. drugs her against her will. That's, that's like, yeah, criminal, he, that's like jail time criminal. Yeah, and he, he, like, controls where she goes, and he's like, no, you're not going there without me. Yeah. Ugh. So there's this thing that if you are in an abusive relationship... And even if you aren't, just to keep your relationship in check, there's this thing called the wheel of power, of power and control in relationships. And there are, it's this wonderful wheel, and it's to show how people abuse other people. And these, these have like two different scenarios. It's like in a physical and monetary way, and then, and then in a sexual way. So, like, physically and sexually, it can be either way. So, like, using intimidation is one. Using emotional abuse is another. Using isolation. Denying, minimizing, and blaming. Using children. Using male privilege. Using economic abuse. And using coercion threats are are the six different things that the United States government has decided is like considered a beat for us one of for these a, for a male in a straight relationship i'm assuming yeah for like it's it's for male it's like in a straight relationship it, it goes either way yeah but like just for the male privilege like you'd have to change that yeah so 
yeah, it could be female privilege. There's such, there's like certain things that could be considered female privilege as well. So like withholding your children is one thing. And, yeah. You know, you might have to take that out for the female one. But this is like a male abusing a female in a straight relationship. And that Edward does, as the series goes on, it gets more obvious. But in even in this book, Edward does every single one of these things except using children. And then in the last book, when she has a child, he does... He does the using children as well. Edward is straight up scum on earth, okay? D- don't think he's hot. He's not. He's scum on earth. I will die on this hill and I will attack, like, this is, I, I, I will joke about anything, okay? I will joke about anything. But one thing I will not joke about is, like, abuse. And, and I I won't take the argument that people are kinky and this is for people who are kinky. This is a children's novel, okay? This is in elementary school libraries. If if this was for people who are kinky, there they wouldn't be in elementary school libraries. This is straight up teaching children that abusive relationships are okay. And that's 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 not that's beyond me. I will die on this hill that that no child should ever read Twilight until they are at least, like, 15 years of age. I'm serious. There's... You need, like, parental permission slips to read this book, I think, until you're, like, 15. And and it all depends on maturity. I will die, and I will... I will be buried and and crucified on this hill. I'm, I'm so passionate about Crucification this. Crucification is not part of any death process, generally. Yeah, but I will be crucified yet. <laughs> Edward sucks. All right. Period. I can agree with that. So, moving... Yeah, moving back to our plot. Um, So, Bella... Sorry. Edward... I'm adding this on. Edward goes to the national park or whatever and brings Bella along so that he can show her how he sparkles in the sun like diamonds. <laughs> and so then after that, uh, they kiss for Ooh, the first time. They're not even in love, and then, though. They, and they are, but they don't even know each other. Like, do they Do they really know each other? No. Not I really, really want to talk to Bella. Like, I'm really sorry. I don't like Bella, but I, I, I want to, like, have a mom moment with Bella right honestly, now. Honestly, same. I want to, like, <laughs> do you know his favorite book, his favorite food? Do you know, uh... What's his middle yeah, name? Yeah, what's his middle what's name? What's his middle name? It's like, it's like that scene in Frozen with Kristoff and Anna. Yeah. Where, where he's like, what's his last name? Of the Southern Isles. What is he like? <laughs> dude i totally forgot about that scene it's so good okay but to be fair anna was locked in a castle her whole life bella had 17 years of people experience under her belt bella lived in arizona what's her excuse <laughs> their romance in general is just really badly done because they know nothing about each other yeah so um the Collins invite bella to um go play baseball <laughs> and they come across another vampire coven which actually does eat humans because Edwards doesn't and the leader James catches Bella's scent and although Edwards like no bruh she's with me um <laughs> he, he can tell through his mind reading powers that James is not going to give up and is going to hunt Bella down even if it means oh yes Crossing to oh yes, New Zealand powers. So I just want to go on a slight tangent here and be just say that 
the vampire lore is all wrong. Yeah. You don't kill a vampire by tearing him into bits, or her, or them. Um, I'm fairly sure that it's a it's a wooden stake through the heart, or silver weapons. Wait, no, silver's werewolves. Never mind, I'm dumb. But it, I know, I know <laughs> that it's a wooden stake to the heart. Is one of the things to kill them. I, I think, no, I think the lore water part is them. okay personally because if you can come up with your own lore, it doesn't have to be consistent to like a lot mm-hmm. of other cultures. She could come up with a different variant. Yeah, but she kind of werewolves. I think that's fine. But mm-hmm. her, she did it really. Like, it's really inconsistent, and the powers, the random extra superpowers that they have just kind of pop up when it's convenient from time to time, and it's not really consistent. Bella and her family safe, which is to take her to Phoenix, Arizona. But James manages to trick Bella into coming to see him alone. He bites her and almost kills her, but the other vampires from Edward's vampire band arrive in time, and Edward saves her. So, um, after that, Edward must use all of his self-control to suck just enough of her blood out to get the vampire venom, but without killing her, and he succeeds! Yay, Bella's alive! So Bella heals and goes back to Forks, and, um, Bella and Edward go to prom together, and they're all cute, and she's like, turn me into a vampire! And he's like, no, I'm, I, I'm not doing that! And then Jacob comes back and is like, yo... Eddie Boy is bad news. Bye. That's, and that's it. The end. That's all, folks. I feel like we covered everything. And the writing is actually like the writing itself is actually. I actually didn't pretty really good. like the writing style. And don't say that. We're trying to be nice. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's just my. The writing is the writing so song. good. I liked Alice honestly. Like she was mm-hmm. a good character. Alice. Okay, so all of the colons kind of quirky, kind of slapped. Um, the writing style itself is, like, not as bad as everyone makes it out to be. Yeah, and I also really liked where she was kind of going with the vampire powers. I mean, I don't- I- I think that there's ways that they could have been executed differently, but I did really like the idea and the different powers per vampire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Sup, you wonderful people. Welcome back to the real world, and thank you for listening to this episode, and I hope you enjoyed it. It's uh, Priyanka here, just letting you know that we have an Instagram page, and it would be great if you could go follow us on the Instagram page, it's at Authors, and maybe this week you can email us your thoughts about the episode. That is uh, dearyaauthors at gmail.com. Otherwise, I hope you have a good week. And if you like this episode, please rate and review us on iTunes. It would be really nice of you to do that. And um, goodbye. I hope you had a good time. Thank you.